Hello everyone and welcome to the Stubscast, the content creator podcast where I speak to content creators about their journey into content creation, whether it's videos, vlogging, blogging or podcasting or anything that's deemed content creation and hopefully listeners learn something along the way. Please check out www.bg4dhub.com, an independent gaming website with great news, reviews, opinion pieces and more. Also, if you'd like a custom-made gamer picture or logo, uh, etc., please go to www.exportsgamerpics.com from the graphic god. Welcome, Onyx. How are you doing? How's it going, bro? I'm good, man. Good to hear. I'm okay. Cheers. You had a good day? Uh, yeah, man. It's been pretty chill. I've been uh, scrimming some uh, gears with the boys at Raw Gamers and... Uh, but nice, uh, relax now. We can talk about some uh, gears and content, man. That's good to hear. Welcome, Masuku. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, I wonder if it's the first show of, of the new the new layout I've got. Yeah, it looks nice and fresh, man. I like it. It's it. good. Um, I'm going to go a bit into um, actually. Uh, you ex- before we start, I think you could give a better explanation. Could you explain to people? What kind of curator you are to the people that don't know? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm on its card or on its card 109. Uh, I'm a YouTube creator. I also Twitch stream. Um, I have my own podcast as well. Um, on here, I was recently talking to Gears of War creators, and I basically make character com- uh, character gameplays. I do I do a bit a mix of everything. Really, it's mainly all around Gears of War. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it's it's, it's really good content, it? especially with the podcasting. You know, I, I noticed you. As I think I, I've, I swear I followed you for quite a while on on YouTube. I have, but then I started to see these podcasts appear on YouTube. I did, and then I had a look, and you had, yeah, uh, it, I, don't, I think I I seen I seen the ones they started to appear before you had Raw. Was it Raw then Shadows? Yeah, I had Raw first, and then it was um, Shadows, yeah. Yeah, but you had a few more. You'd done a few more before that, didn't you? Oh, yeah. So yeah. I had uh, some some of the other big creators as well. I had, like, Cherry Quench, who was, like, a big uh, uh, Gears of War horde player. Um, I've had Jackal, mm. who was in East, Gears Esports. So it, it's oh, not nice. a nice range of uh, Gears players, man. Oh, that's good to hear. They get a conversation going that well. That well. I can think of some creators where you could... You could have gone a lot longer with Shadows and Raw, I reckon, a lot longer. Oh, 100%. But, I mean, after the recording with Shadows, I mean, it's only a, the one that we did was only an hour and 44 minutes. But yeah. we ended up talking for a good hour after that as well, just about gears yeah. and content. It's it's a, it's a crazy world, it is. It is. No, yeah, that's about the same what happened when, when the Shadows, I was on with Shadows um, and Raw. Raw chatted for a bit after, but then, then they went, obviously. It, mm. And um, Shadows just kept talking about gears, and it was he's mining explosive ideas. Yeah. He told me about all that law stuff before before he started announcing it. You know, he told me about his ideas and all that. Mm. It's going to take him a long time to properly get you know deep the deep law. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because you can make a comparison because Destiny's got the big big YouTuber for law. My name is Boyce. That's, that's big in it. Have you that's not heard? Big, yeah, I've heard. I used to say I used to play quite a bit of Destiny as well. Did you? Oh. Oh. I used to play on PS4. 
I played Destiny 1, I did. I preferred it to Destiny 2, but, you know. But Destiny 2 is better now, especially if you've mm. got Spirit X. I've not played any of the DLCs or anything, but I, I really enjoyed Destiny. I mean, it's a very similar thing to Halo, um, but also I'm a big fan of Halo anyway. Um, but I like the multiplayer in Destiny. I think Destiny's got something different to everybody else. I like it. It's, it's a nice experience. Well, yeah, that's what every game's got to strive to be, you know. So what was your... so? Where were we? So, right. So basically, your gaming history, when, when did you start gaming? I presume it was as a child, like, like most people. Yeah, so uh, I'm, quite a, I'm quite a young lad, so I'm, I'm only 23. So oh, I've yeah? Been, oh, yeah, right. yeah. So oh, I'm, God, sorry, I didn't know. Did <laughs> so I'm, I'm, 30, like, I'm 36. <laughs> I've, I've been well, gaming I'm to you then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my, game, my gaming sort of like retroness would be a lot different i mean you know i still played yeah. on the uh, old consoles like i mean, yeah. i remember have my one of my birthdays i had a game boy and i was so like so gas for having a game boy you could play like you know yeah. all the different like mario kart and stuff and it's like oh my god it's it's, it's like so awesome and then um i had like gamecube and so I've, I've played games for a long time but i was never really an xbox player until the 360 uh came out and then i played Halo 3 first, yeah. Halo 3 was my first oh, ever okay. Xbox right. game, yeah. Oh, all right. That's not... Did you ever have the PS1 and PS2? Um... Oh, yeah. I mean, the PS2 is probably one of my favourite all-time consoles. Like, the games are just unreal. They're made on there. You know, like, I used to play a lot of FIFA. I used to play FIFA quite competitively. Um you must be good, then. I'm all you right at be... FIFA. <laughs> I'm all right. Because there's little kids online that can kick people's asses. Because I'd I'd made it work once. He buys FIFA every year years ago, and I said to him, "Go online," because he thought he was badass. <laughs> came in the came in the morning. This little he said he said I, I didn't stand a chance. It was twenty nil. He, <laughs> oh, he says yeah. he says I'm not going online ever again. He says for that that's rough. He, you know, I says it says they're really hardcore online. I says some of them live and breathe it. I saw they play. You know, yeah, that's it, man. I mean, I played. I played FIFA. Uh, Nineteen. The first FIFA I played was two thousand and two thousand one. Yeah, about two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. And I played every title since then. Um, but the recent ones, I've not really played too much of. But the the skill gap from then to now is unreal. Like, I'll get absolutely smashed online because the skills that people have on FIFA is fucking is absolutely crazy, man. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm not. I, don't, I haven't really played FIFA. I mean, that's. PlayStation. The last game I played that was football was Pez on the P. It on the yeah, Pez, Pez. On, on PS2. Pez you was know, a good one on the PlayStation 2 as well. To be fair, yeah. it was a decent. It, it did have a massive variety of games. The PS2 did. It did. It was back when develop. Uh, so back when, uh, like, they took bigger risks back then. There was more of a diversity in games. There isn't so much anymore. There isn't the indie scene because I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of the indie games. I am. And they take there's a lot of big there's a lot of good indie games that take risks, but mm. the big developers are a bit scared to take risks. They are, you know, yeah, they're, they're all alone for them, aren't they? You know, especially big names like TC and Three Four Three and stuff. You know, they they have to try, they have to try and escalate games and you know make them a better for a better experience. But you know, it's it's it, you know it's it's so hard to. It's hard to transform a game when it's been the same for so many years. You know, it's uh, 
it's difficult for companies now. Well, it is because no matter what you do, you're wrong. You are. It it's is. like I've seen. I've not played the game since I've changed the tuning gears, and they're already kicking off. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen it on Facebook. I see it on Twitter. Oh man, like change it back. You know, but I, I don't know if I haven't tried it yet. I don't know the difference. I don't. But you know, but they are trying to make. They're trying. They're trying to do good. You know. But yeah, you can see mm. it just you know it's just the community's just I don't know they, they just can't accept what they do. It's like they just give up all the time, and then they got to try and accept change, and it's like it's somewhat difficult. I mean, like personally, the the new beta tuning they released, I think, is probably the best version of a uh, multiplayer they've done in a long, long mm. time. Have any oh, still got people then. saying I'll oh, revert, and you got people saying, "Oh, this is terrible," and I just think, oh my lord! Like, what, what do they see different to me? You know, it's uh, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I'm gonna have to give it a go, but I don't. I'll see if I can. I was playing it on Saturday, so is it, is it live today? It's currently live right now. Yeah, um, it oh, was in beta was... tuning, and then they've now put it live across all the modes and stuff, and it, it feels feels decent. It feels nice. Okay, so I didn't notice any difference. That shows you how much of a player I didn't notice. <laughs> I was a bit crapper than I was before, but you know, I'm not as good as a lot of these creators like yourself. You know, it's all the um, mm. the main the main thing that's changed really is the speed of things. Like, I mean, from I, fast, controller, fast pace. Yeah, because on on the control, I've noticed as it slowed down, I got faster. Slowed down, like you can. That's just... the problem I've got because I have it on max set. You know the you know the sensitivity. Yeah. I have it on top top speed, and I'm not turning as fast as I was. Yeah, I'm yeah, not, so they've slowed it down. <laughs> that, that explains it then. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to say revert it. You know, I've just got to learn to play differently. I see. Know. It's all about just adapting and then carrying on. That's it. That's all you can do, really. Mm-hmm. People just got to learn to accept change. Exactly. So, so um, have you ever, like, obviously, you say your, your retro doesn't go very far back. Did you ever have a console you played that you didn't like? I didn't like. Um, a particular game you hated, you know. I mean, this is quite a funny. This is quite a funny thing, really. I, I used to, I the console I used to hate the most, really. I'd probably say, hmm. Well, when I had when the first when the first time I had a PlayStation Two, okay. I, I didn't realize. I mean, this is probably the most dumb thing ever, really. But I haven't. I didn't realize you needed a memory card, so I wasn't saving oh, games at all. So I'd really? be like playing games for hours, and then realize, oh shit, I need to, I need to save it. Oh wow! <laughs> no, I made a big mistake there. And then game wise, like the worst game I've probably played, um, <laughs> I'm gonna have to say King Kong, and that's only because of a child. I was very, uh, very quite scared of playing that game actually because of how gritty it was. But no, I just wouldn't care. But yeah, man, it's a uh, it's very di- different opinion. <laughs> very different. Yeah, no, I've, no, I've never played the game, so I can't I can't really comment. I can't. So you got a favourite classic game, not Gears related. Um, <laughs> I've got a bunch, really. I mean, I like Halo. I like Destiny. I like saints row i mean saints row i love oh, the saints row series um yeah. G- grand theft auto you know the, the big names I, I, I can't enjoy those um probably halo's probably the biggest out of them all really i'd say oh fair enough fair enough yeah 
good good choices um so obviously we've got a bit bit on that you, you, uh we'll move on to content creation i reckon and gears, yeah, yeah you reckon um how did you come up with that your name and and the uh channel name because um right so uh, I base I base my name off the character uh, on its guard, which was introduced in Gears of War Three. It's just oh, my all time. <laughs> it's my all time favorite character. Like it's, uh, I mean, in the books, the the character described it's just so so awesome. Its journey, um, and then I made a YouTube channel five six years ago. I've had a couple of channels to be honest, and they didn't oh, right. didn't do too well because um, I was doing youtube when i was at school oh really um, oh, okay. yeah yeah like believe it or not i used to get i used to get really bad rep at school for doing youtube they thought it was probably the most uncoolest thing like you could do oh, yeah wow. it was it was crazy i used to be called the um the onyx brothers back then because i used to do a youtube channel yeah. with one of my friends uh onyx baird um shout out to him and um because of schoolwork and uni work and stuff, we just split it off and I just started doing it solo. It's a, it's crazy, man. Now I think no. about it. No, fair enough. That's um, that's because because I, I, I did watch a couple of your, your early videos and it because uh, you you did keep saying Onyx Brothers and I was yeah like, yeah. See, even your first videos, the, the, your intro to your video was very well produced. It was, you know. It was Onyx Brothers intro. It was it was made. Oh, the uh, the, the actual intro itself. So I'm, I actually made that yeah. in um in a, a a lesson. It was um really oh. yeah yeah. Like I used to enjoy doing like graphics and stuff. I mean, now I look back and I think, oh my god, some of the things I've made is 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 cringeworthy. But I think that was the only thing I've made that was considered pretty cool. I made another one as well. I did the, an Onyx Guard one on Iron one with like a. Um, a cog symbol going through the name. It's uh, it's lots of difficult work at school, but it's uh, it's pretty pretty fun. Yeah, no, that no, that's good to hear because it's uh, oh, because I was quite impressed that most people that do a first video don't have an intro. Yeah, it's you know they don't, they don't they don't have them normally. It's just a video, no thumbnail, and that's it. They do. Yeah. So I looked at your first video five years ago. Oh no! Uh, Charging one v one, and uh, did you like what? Did you like uh, doing the montaging? Because obviously, it was very obviously for a video. Looking back at you, obviously, oh no, that's trash. Don't watch it. Yeah. it obviously, <laughs> times were different then, weren't they? You know what I mean? Well, Technology I mean, wasn't the same. You know. It, it, back then, it was like the most thing that I watched on YouTube. So I was like, you know, I, I might as well have a go at it myself. You know, mm -hmm. I used to watch the biggest names do it, like Raw and uh, Moo Moo Milk and stuff. And well, I, thought it, I thought it was nice. I, mean, I thought it was better than what I could put together. Yeah, <laughs> For a first video, it's not too bad. But no. I look back at it now and I think, oh my gosh. Was <laughs> the montage scene like to you back then a big, obviously, it sounds like the montage scene was a big deal to you back then? Um, on YouTube, I'd say it was, and then I, I, I kind of missed out on most of it. Like, I, when I've caught on to the montage and scene, it was slowly, like, slowly coming to a stop, really. And then because I, I was a late bloomer for a 
content on YouTube. I just I started watching YouTube and it was Gears Judgment Day, so about 2013, I think it was something like that. That's when I started watching Shadows for the first time. So I missed a, a bunch, an absolute bunch, man. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, you did round about that time, the, the beloved Gears Judgment. Mm. Most hated Gears in the franchise. Oh, yeah. I, I, to be honest, I don't hate it. I think it's a decent oh. game, but... I need to go back and give it a play, because I, I, I did kind of enjoy Overrun. You know? Overrun's brilliant, yeah. They, need a, they could do with probably revisiting that in some way in the mm. future, maybe. You know, they've just got to get the feedback from the community to see. So that's why I think the TC should, oh, we'll get into that later, but I think they should, re, a lot of their ideas, they'd, they'd, be, they'd be a lot better if they listened to some of the creators or their own TC partners on, on what they should do. They'd probably mm. get some really good ideas in there, they would. Yeah. I think I think I think the Dermy and Shadows came up with that like I mean this uh came up with that idea where currently in Gears Five there's like twenty plus characters that you can take over on Swarm and you can use I mean why not use it as an over on game mode? It's uh the the abilities already there in the game, they've just gotta turn it into a mode. But you know, there's lot there's lots of aspects in the game that could flip it around and make it probably the best game they've ever made, but I don't know. Because you know it's uh, it's one of them. They've, well, they've got to see what it's whether they implement it now. I, I think it'd been if it's coming, it's coming in the next game. Mm. I don't think they're going to pull it into the Gears Five now. I don't. But you never know. Um, and then obviously you you moved on to Gears of War Judgment, and I noticed you produced quite a lot of content based off that game. Did you enjoy playing? playing gears because you made it like a little viral video it was the one where how to kill general ram in, in under a minute oh and, um, yeah uh no yes yeah oh, yeah it got twenty nine thousand views i've got that correct and i yeah 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 it's uh yeah. that was the first video that actually proper uh popped off on my uh, channel that's what made me want to do it more it was uh it was just that one video that was unexplored uh, obviously, killing Ram in Gears One was quite a difficult task, and I'm not yeah. sure how difficult it was in Autumn Edition. But me and my friend found it, you know, pretty damn easy. Just using the old frag grenade talk bar method, and he was just dead, literally with it less than a minute, which was unreal for us. Right, record this, stick it on YouTube, see how it does, and uh, it's still to this day it gets comments on it saying thank you, you know, thank you for putting out the uh, video and stuff. And I think, you know, I thought that was a rock banger. <laughs> it done well. Yeah. No, it will do, yeah. 29 foul. That's a, some, some serious watch time, that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I can't I I believe it, honestly. It's uh, it's done, it's done nice. I wish all the other videos would pop off the same, but it's just YouTube algorithm. It's, uh, it's a yeah, big discussion. When you, when you type in Gears 5, on, there's a thing you can go on on Google, and it tells you what subjects are worth most and got searches on. And mm. you type Gears 5 on, it's, it's just nothing. Yeah. It's just not there, is it? You know, because no. people ain't searching it. But, you know, hopefully things get better in the future. You know, they do. That's it, man. We're looking forward to the future, see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I, I notice that you're not afraid to mix in other games uh, games on your channel. Well, no, well, I don't know. There was four to six, FIFA. Star Wars, Battlefront, Halo, Planets vs. Zombies, yeah. 
Garden Warfare, GTA 5. Was that more experimental, just games that you just enjoyed and wanted to put on the channel? Yeah, it was just like, um, okay, so Gears has not really got any content going right now, so what can I do to put on YouTube that I enjoy as well? So, like, with GTA, we'd, like, uh, make little parodies and, like, dress up as different characters and um, pretend to do a storyline. Like, we did, like, the Green Hornet movie and we did Doctor Who and stuff. And then um, with Halo, we done just messing around on Halo. Like, I, I enjoy just playing Halo and having the fun. And we used to just mess around and troll and stuff. And it was it just just good video ideas in general. I mean, some did uh, pop off, like the um, Battlefront videos. Some of those did quite well, like How to Unlock... Uh, Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker in the uh, beta, and they got I think like 10 k views, I think something like that. And I was like in oh, a couple of days. It's not not too bad, but it's just I don't know. I'm not, right at the moment, I'm not really exploring, but I am looking to in the future to you know uh, branch out to other games if if Gears is not putting out content. You know, that's that's good because it shows that well you want to. You want to you want to explore and it's like obviously you're passionate about gears. You don't want to leave yeah. gears, but you want to grow your channel at the same time. Yeah, you know because I think there is a few other gears creators that do do more than gears as well, isn't there? There is. Um, yeah, I mean like Raw used to do uh, GTA and gears, and then he does a bit of COD as well. I got uh, you got King Gabs has now just decided to do uh, Call of Duty on the side as well. Yeah, so. Nice. There's a few people trying different things. I don't think you can really focus on just gears. It's a mission. I mean, hats off to Shadows to be having to just oh, make no, gears does. content. He does well, but it's uh, it's definitely difficult. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with you. Uh, obviously, you know, and if you're looking at trying to grow, it's kind of it's it's hard, obviously, because it's mm. not the if if there was if there was like a new game out and it was hype and that height kept up, it'd be really, you know, you'd you, you, you kind of explode, wouldn't it? You know? Yeah. It definitely would, you know. Um, one thing I did notice on your channel, going through your channel, uh, you're a big fan of organising Gears of War community charity events over the years yeah. from the likes of Lawrence to Macmillan. Uh, this is great. What, what is, are these, what's the reasoning for doing, organising these Gears of War charity events obviously it must be something close to your heart because they do put they do take quite a bit of effort to set these these events up they do yeah like um so the first one i ever did um i did one for i think it was i think the first one I did for was mcmillan i think it was and oh, um charity that is I chose them because a lot, you know, a lot of my family had previously, you know, had like cancer and I've had lost very close family members who've uh, had terrible. it. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's a horrible disease, and um, I wanted just to help them out because I know Macmillan struggle um, to get donations and stuff. And I was like, okay, so let's just just do something a little small, you know, just to see what the Gears community could do. And it was in the space of only like a, a month month's work or so. Um, oh, yeah. and I was trying to do that on the side of trying to do um, find a job and stuff at the same time so it was it was difficult um, and I just reached out to different YouTubers uh, just general gears people say hey I, I need some prizes or can you help me out with uh, with anything at all and um, I'd get like people like Cog Couple I met Cog Couple as a, oh, a good YouTuber yeah. Um, 
I met the they're, they're a wife and they're a, they're a, uh, they're, they're a um, husband and wife, aren't they? Um, um, I'm not sure if they're married. I know they're a couple, uh, but a couple, they've sorry. been, they've been yeah. doing gears for a long time, doing unboxes and stuff. They're a, br- a brilliant channel. And um, that was the first time I ever spoke to them, and they gave me a, a figure to give away, which is like a, a Gears of War uh, drone with his head getting blown off, which was I thought was pretty cool. Um, nice. And then I reached out to TC. I was like, I never thought I'd be able to even talk to someone at TC. And um, they was like, hey, you have some skins and stuff to give away and some codes and some um, pop figures and stuff. And I was like, whoa, yeah, yeah, what's going awesome. on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's back when Pez Radar used to work there. Um, okay. But uh, most yeah. of the time, we used to go through TC Optus. He's, uh, he was the main man at the time. Obviously, he's not there anymore. Um, yeah. And yeah, like we just, I think it kicked off at like a few hundred and it got to like nearly a thousand on the first one. I was like, oh, crap. Wow. It's That's unbelievable. Big. Yeah, yeah, it's unreal. And then so I started doing it on the regular every few months or so. It's brilliant. Yeah, no, it's it's a that's a really good thing because as you say, majority of the time with cancer, people just raise money for Cancer Research UK and not Macmillan. Yeah, you know, quite often. Um, yeah, but yeah, Macmillan really really do need the funding because it's uh, it's a well worth. It's they don't get no government funding though, and if they do, it's minimum, isn't it? That's you know? it. Yeah, like um, I had a I did a charity event called um. I think it was Fight for Richard it was, and basically my cousin um, had got a brain tumour, and it was, like, unbelievably oh, no. huge, yeah. And um, unfortunately now he passed away, but during the time um, I wanted to help him out on his sort of support group, and we raised over a £1,000 for that just to go and take to their support group and give them help because they used to help him every day and, you know, keep him, you know, fresh, keep him happy and do little bits and bobs for him and keep the workers, you know, Go in there because they're voluntary. They're voluntary, you know. It's uh, it's 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 unbelievable, man. Like how far money can go, um, for charity and stuff. So, I was super grateful, man. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, we, uh, we lost him. I think it was the year the year after. I think it was, yeah. But, Sorry yeah. to me. That's, that's terrible. That is. Yeah, it's, he's a he was a good he was a good guy. He, he liked his games and stuff as well. He's a big fan of all the retro games and stuff. So. Hey. Uh. Good bloke, then. Yeah, man. You know, was his retro like your retro, or a bit, a bit further? Oh, he's further back than mine. A lot further back than mine. Mine's, Ooh. mine's very poor for retro. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not your fault. It's your age. Yes. Yeah. You know, young. I keep forgetting how I'm 36, and <laughs> you know. But um, welcome, ACS Husk. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for stopping by. Cheers, now, Elite. Cheers, buddy. Um, now you mentioned to me that you uh, you ran uh, a, an organi- organization called uh, Crimp- um, a Gears of War organization called Crimson. What yep. was that like to like? Why did you start it, and how was it to build and maintain and the, the daily upkeep of, and how to you know the general running of it? Um, honestly, it was a lot of hard work. Um, behind the scenes, there was a lot, a lot, lot going on. Actually, um, when I first came about the idea, um, it was just myself and uh, Pro Gear Three Hundred and Sixty, who's known in the community for creating a Gears Utility app. Yes, yes, um, I know that now. Yeah, I do. 
Me and him were just sitting in a uh, a party, just talking. I was like, I'll, I'll might make an org and uh, you know, see if I can get some uh, YouTube guys and some of my close friends to set to get something going, do events and stuff. Uh, because at the time, um, there wasn't any tournaments or any community stuff really going on. So I was like, okay, let's fill that gap and let's take advantage of it. So um, I built this. I built the org. Uh, in like two days or so, I had a logo done and everything ready, set to go. And then over a couple of months or so, I managed to get like Cog Couple on board. Uh, I got uh, Embry Star, he wants to do podcasts and stuff for us. Um, oh. I got um, Donald Carr, who's a, a surgeon who work, who plays Gears a lot, he's a good friend of mine. Oh. Okay. Got Onyx Baird, you've got uh, Pro Gear as well. Pro Gear joined in. There, there was, there was oh. so much going on. We had uh, Confusion PK. Uh, there was a lot of members at the time. And then we started recruiting content creators to uh, push out uh, Crimson content, and it was it was good. It was it was good, good ride, good fun. Um, I managed to um, basically partner with uh, the Coalition um, oh, through them. Well, was that part? You know, was that before the? Uh... TCA pro the, the Coalition Army program was that before? Or? Um, there was a t there was a TCA program. It was a part of it, but um, the official one that there is now, um, we're not a part of that. Um, okay. We was but we was basically kind of um, we was there but not there. It's hard to explain really. It was like we're not we're we're partnered with them, but the we're not like listed if that makes sense. Like because they used to just give us. Um, basically content to give out in our events and stuff. And they'd uh, have like Skype calls with us every month or so, get a catch up with them. Um, just trying to think what else, what else they was doing for us. Uh, they even played in some of our events. They got like a five man developer team come and play mm. and uh, play against the community and stuff. It was, it was good fun, but my God, the work behind an org is, uh, is very difficult. Hats off to anyone who's running an org. Like it's, it's difficult, man honestly no i can imagine because obviously you're running it off your own back and i don't know if it did it ever cost you anything to run an org because imagine most of your players were just playing for free to be part of it i presume because there, there was no money in gears was there you know no, no there's no money in gears i mean everyone that we had in the org was just voluntary just wanted just wanted to help out and just wanted to progress i mean we did really well i mean within the uh, in the two years of running, you know, we become one of the biggest well-known orgs in the community just for doing content stuff. And um, yeah, I know that, oh, back then, I've, I I heard of Crimson, you know, um, and because even though I love Gears every year, I wasn't like a good player, but I used mm. to keep an eye on all these different content team. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I I had heard of Crimson. And essence and, and other teams as well. Yeah, we worked. We worked with a bunch of of us. Well. We worked with GFC. They're another uh, content group. Um, yeah. We also, yeah, yeah we worked with uh, Essence. We've done a uh, an event with them as well. Um, didn't do anything with MX because oh. towards the end of Crimson life cycle for for ourselves, uh, we didn't really talk to any other orgs or anything really because uh events just kind of came to a stop oh, um okay. but yeah man it, but there, there is a lot of good uh groups out there at the moment they're doing very well 
Yeah, no, it's it's, it's good to hear because you, I suppose, as a community, you got to try and keep the gears community alive, and mm. you don't want it to completely die because some people, creators might get bored of it and just eventually move on. Because I, I imagine that's happened as well, hasn't it? Yes. Oh, of course, yeah, hundred percent. You know. Well, obviously, recently you've entered the podcasting game with a show called True Sweat Podcast, where you where you chat with other gears creators in what I would sometimes call as an interview style, which I like. Yeah, yeah. With good subjects, uh, I really like the Shadows and Raw shows. Um, how have you found the transition into 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 doing this kind of content. I mean, obviously you took your experience from when you done um, a developer's charity streams with talking to the TCs. Was that any, any help to you, the, the way you kind of ask questions? And did... I mean, yeah, like um, I've been in the community for quite a while. Um, so I, I'm on Twitter pretty much daily, hourly, minutely, secondly, like it's uh twitter's become a big home for me and like i always like to see what people think of gears and their opinion on stuff i mean you know i might not agree with it but i like to hear what people have to say as long as it's you know constructive um yeah like uh from the content that I was doing normally i mean it was a big step for me because it was something out of my comfort zone um and it was just it was just a nice change i like i like to listen to people really I, i'd happily just sit and talk all day and just listen to what you know gears folk have to say because their vision to mine is completely different and it's just it's just fun to listen to i mean um oh when i went to uh, london for the first time i met um dana um nicole who's like i believe director if i'm wrong oh, okay. um I also met Shadows and Jackal. And I talked to Jackal probably the most, believe it or not, because um, he was his knowledge on esports is unreal. And obviously I managed to get him on the podcast so I could talk to him more. And his journey is uh, unbelievable. It's, I just like to hear it, really. It's just nice. the Gears community has got not like really cool things to talk about. That's good to hear. Was, there, was Hannah Adorn there too? Yeah, Hannah Adorn was there too. She, uh, oh, she's cool. not really on the content side, but she does like uh, Twitch streaming and stuff. But her vision's different as well because she's not played uh, Gears Judgment, so it's nice to, and it's nice to hear from her. So what she thinks of Gears as well? Yeah, no, it's, it's good to hear all these different stories. It is on on the on the Gears front, but you know, it is good to see that there is a there is a, a a Gears podcast. Do you have you ever considered having shows where you've got like I know you do one on ones. Have you ever considered having ones where you've got like a panel of gearheads just talking about gears? Well, that's the plan. Um, mm. I'll, once I get through all these ones, because I've got quite a list of uh, who I want to talk to one on one, because I just want to hear their their view. And then once I've heard everyone's view, I'll say, okay, I'm going to get like, say, Raw and Shadows with yeah. King Gabs and uh, say, Mr. Kamanian, and get yeah. them to talk together and see what they think. Of the, you know the different sides of gears and creation wise, you know it'd be interesting to listen to them and to discuss. Like um, same with Horde. Like I said to um, Cherry Quench, I want him back. I want to maybe talk to B Chaps in the future, who's another uh, Horde creator, and talk to uh, Neon Velocity, who's PVE based. Oh, yeah, I've heard of him, Neon Velocity. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. I've, 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 I've got, yeah, no, you've got you've got a really good idea. 
I mean, I know I say you focus on YouTube, but would you ever, because obviously this show will go in podcast form to download, mm. um, would you ever consider putting your podcast in download form? Is it just something you want to stick to your channel, which is fair enough if you do, you know? If, if if it gets to bigger numbers, then I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I want it on I want it on Spotify for people to listen to while they're going to work or while they're working away. Um, it, it's it's a big cool thing to have. It's just um, I want to see what the feedback's like uh, within with numbers first, so then we can talk. Um, basically, having it live and stuff. Yeah, it's all it's all down to experiments because sometimes with with like the these shows I do, what I find is sometimes you get like a lot of people viewing it once sometimes because YouTube is on demand. So mm. I still get people listening to podcasts from a couple of months ago because the reason like, like your shows are good is say someone finds like, say one of like raw and they become a really big fan of Raw, they can go back and type raw in and your show will show up as well. Yeah. You know, on YouTube. And a lot of the time that's what happens with it. Cause obviously in the UK, we're ten at night. A lot of a lot of people have gone bed. You see, so we've probably got a lot more people watch like later or the weekend or whatever. You know, and that that is the good thing about uh, like live podcasting or even putting podcasts on YouTube. Mm. You know, I've found that quite a few people do actually watch, uh, download the podcast as well. But we're not talking thousands. I've got to find ways of promoting the podcast side. Yeah, you know, downloadable. It's it's not as simple as you think. It's not. Nor is it simple to get people to watch your podcast on YouTube. It's not, you know. I mean, I was working away. So I, uh, I was working away last week, and I, while I was at work, I was doing my own thing. I was listening to uh, one of your podcasts. Actually, it was the uh, the Raw and Shadows one. I wanted to uh, literally just have a nice clear head and just listen to it all. And what you know, what you guys had to say. It was a good podcast. I enjoyed it. I prefer that sort of format personally than a uh, YouTube, believe it or not. It's uh that that's that's just that's just me. But I like oh, the know. visual aspect of YouTube. Like if you got cams on and stuff, I like the visual aspect. No, you have got a good point there. I've only recently changed this, but there is gonna be a, a camera overlay and eventually I will put the courage up to go on the go on the camera. I know you go on the camera, but I will eventually pluck up the courage to go on camera. I haven't yet, but I will one day. You will. It takes time. I mean, it took me a while, to be honest, because um, with uh, school and stuff, I used to get bullied for having a YouTube channel, and um, I never used to show my face at all. Nowadays, you'd be the cool kid at school. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't understand. Like, I, I, put, I put up with all that crap at school, and I think, like, wow, like now, if if I, would it have been different if it, if I was doing the same again? But I, I don't know, man. It's uh, it, it, the the generations of kids and stuff are, are changing. I mean, YouTube people are growing up with as kids now. So oh, yeah. I would I never grew up with YouTube, unfortunately. Yeah, see, my son, he's six, and he watches YouTube all the time. Yeah, like Ryan's toy reviews and you know Blippy and all stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately they all have toys to go with it, and uh, you end up buying them. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're, 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 they're the big scale, and they're the big time money they are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, gears might be there one day. Fingers for that. You know, but um, yeah, no, it's a. Uh, Good thoughts on the on the podcast wise. Yeah, you are right. Um I with with podcasting it 
it, it's a learning process. It's like mm. it's like the confidence thing. It's like you're not going to believe this. Like I actually get nervous going on other people's podcasts. Oh but really? I don't get nervous going on one to one, even if I've never talked to the person before. Yeah, generally, unless I I get someone who's got like. 500k subs and they agreed to come on the show (laughs) which has never happened yet i haven't asked but i've been told that if you don't ask you don't know that's it well um you know but um yeah i do like if i don't know the the podcast uh basically i like going shows where i know the other creators Mm. but like i don't i get it's weird because a lot of people some people do and some people don't but I get nervous going on other people's shows if I don't know them, and sometimes I, I don't. I, I say I can't come on as well. Mm. You know, it's really weird because I was somebody that does a. I do a community spotlight show. It's like it's like gamers in the community that are popular and nice people. I do this one for creators, and I've got like I do an actual gaming show on Wednesday nights. Um, uh, talk about gaming, different topics as, or subjects. Oh yeah, about five or six, I have five or five people on that, and uh, but I get nervous going other people's shows. It's really weird. It is, you know. I had the same with um, making YouTube videos. I got nervous with like people hearing my voice and people watching. The... It's weird. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. Like it's uh, the first time I ever met uh, Cod Couple. Like, I was watching their stream and they wanted me to yeah. play, and it was our uh, early gears, gears four days. I think it was. Okay. And um, they invited me. I didn't really speak a word that much because I was so nervous to meet them. And yet, yeah, the, yeah I'm with them pretty much every day now. They're probably like, my, <laughs> they're probably my besties in the uh, in the Gears universe. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, wow, that's, that's really good. Though. <laughs> I, I, I do sub to their channel. I do. I do. Um, I've got what I've got to catch up a bit more with because the, there's a lot of Gears, good Gears creators. Yeah. You know, but there's problem is it's too much on you. You got to you got to watch it. You got to, you got to diversify your time in what you watch. The problem because there's too That's much true, content yeah. out there. There is, you know, and obviously in gears you've got to, to stand out. You've got to somehow diversify your content to be unique, and that's really mm. hard. It is it, well in, in any field on YouTube, it's difficult because it's like you can guarantee one subject will come out. A big, a big news story, and a big forty-five thousand YouTubers talking about the same thing. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's like you ain't got no chance here, so it's, you've got to try and be unique, or you know, offer something different. That's the problem. Very hard. Yeah, it know. is. You've got to be the quickest on the gun as well with content. You like, it, like if you get like a, I'll say character example, character gameplay for example. You know, uh, TCA oh. partners will get the character a, a day early so they can get the content ready. Oh, and then, like, yeah, okay. yeah, that's that's, that's one of the like, kind of okay, yeah, that's one of the perks because because Raw and Shadows mentioned they get it, but they didn't mm. say they got it early. I didn't know that. It was it like, makes it, sense now. It does. It was literally just they only get it early just to uh, pre-record, just to pre-record the video and just get it out um, before before the guys um, like us will just be able to get it available, you know. But uh, like, we'll like today they've released uh, two new characters. Um, so they'll probably have them getting recorded now, whereas we won't get it till tomorrow, if that makes sense. So yeah, they'll no, be the no, first to get it out. No, I totally understand. Welcome, Smitty Smith. Thanks for stopping by. But no, yeah, I totally understand that. They've got, they've got to have the perks, otherwise, what's the point of being in it? Exactly. Have, what's the point of being in it? You've got, you've got to have some benefits. 
You have. Um, now, what's your thoughts on the Gears franchise going forward? Uh, does the Hive Busters DLC give you hope for the future, story-wise, uh, lore-wise? Does it give you a lot of hope? Um, what's your thoughts on it? Um, uh, Hive Buster-wise, um, honestly, they I think I think they did a pretty good job with the uh, campaign. It, it plays well. Uh, and there's probably a couple of little bits that uh, I, I don't really agree with. Like, there's a, a section in the campaign where you're constantly sliding for pretty much most of the chapter, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, I did, yeah, I did see, yeah. But did you notice though? If you because I, I, I was testing it, if you slammed into the boulders, you didn't die either, did you? No, no, you wouldn't yeah, die. Mess you up, wouldn't it? I, I know it's a game; it's not meant to be realistic. But I, I, I started slamming into them just to test it. For yeah, yeah. not dead yet. I think, on a, I think on a difficult, like a higher difficulty, I think you'd get absolutely you know, wrecked by them when you slide down. Mm. But um, on the, on like a lower difficulty, I think it's fine. But I was only on normal. Was it not the easy? The norm is it normal? The inter- intermediate, I think it is. They've changed the bloody. They've changed the terms now. Is yeah, it, yeah, they changed difficulty. Normal, hard, insane. They've changed the terms. I don't know why. You know. uh, I think it's just to add more difficulties, I think. Because yeah. um like you can go all the way up to master now, which is unbelievably hard. <laughs> Ridiculously hard. Um, well, it's inconceivable. Yeah, yeah, for campaign inconceivable is the highest one. Do you know anyone that's done it? Um for Gears Five or either I've got still Gears Five. Um not as far as I'm aware. I mean, there might be somebody out there that has, but I've not seen anyone on my friends list that have done it. Oh, fair enough. I, don't, I just didn't know if he did because you know the, you know the, you know the hardcore, the hardcore. You do, <laughs> yeah. You know, but no, fair enough. No, um, yes, it's, pl- sorry, carry on. Sorry. Yeah, um, it, you know, it, the campaign plays brilliant. The vis- visually, it's amazing. I mean, I'm, I haven't got a Series X, so I can't judge uh-huh. it off that. But I can. I've got an X, and just on the X, it looks uh, brilliant. Um, I played a little bit on PC as well. Um, visually, it's fantastic. Uh, character and lore-wise is also good. It fills in a lot of gaps, and people didn't realise you know, who T- uh, Tack was, and he's out of um, mm. the comics and stuff. It's um, it's a good it's a good way to project gears. I mean, it, it opens a lot of possibilities for the future. I mean, ideally, I'd say the their best bet TC going forward would be to do more campaign DLC. I feel like that's where the money is. I feel like that's where um, there's more potential and more content-wise you can do. Um, the the boss fight and stuff, the brand-new boss we never fought before, yeah. it was it was brilliant. Um, yeah, that, that, that's, that's essentially... I'd, I'd just, I'm just a big fan of campaign DLC. They've done brilliant in the past with... Um, like Ram Shadow and stuff. Um, yeah. I'm all for that type of thing. Yeah, now I would say in my community, generally that's what um, a lot of the, like even, I, I'm a podcaster, but there's some bigger podcasters in the community. and mm. um, They get big, quite big numbers and they're calling for more, more um, gears based uh, DLC because they think it's incredible. Yeah. You know, they, because in my opinion, if the game was that good, is that good? What's, I believe they're only unlocking their true potential. It feels like they were being held back. I don't know. I could be wrong. It just feels like they're, 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 they're more, either that or they've got used to the systems more. 
and the, the, they're creating the gains, but it just seems like they're unlocking the true potential because I I preferred Hive Busters more than playing the Gears 5 campaign. Yeah. That's how I feel, you know. But imagine, like, I just think the Gears 6 will be even will look even better because I don't think they'll get Gears 6 till 2024. I don't know. When, 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 do, you, when do you think it's coming? Um, I reckon we'll get a little nod to something probably next year. Okay. Um, and then, uh, uh, prediction-wise, I'd probably say 2023, maybe. I'm, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Too, I'm not too sure on Gear Six aspects. I, I, I've been trying not to think about the future already. I want to see what Gears Five can push out first. But, yeah, you are right. Um, yeah. Because like pulse pulse launch is what makes the game count, you know, and it's. Um, you got to keep the game alive, and at the minute, I, I wouldn't say the pulse launch is doing well. They could do a lot. They could improve a lot better with a uh, pulse launch content. But the, the the campaign DLC was a big was a big uh, a big boost for Gears. I think they did well with that, but they need to do more of that. I think they need to take advantage of it. They do, but I tell you one thing that, that was quite annoying when Gears look, this DLC was incredible. Yeah. But yeah, it was like a stealth launch. There was no advertising. There was no big marketing. They could have had that on TV adverts saying it's in Game Pass. Look, looking how incredible this runs on the Series X. Yeah, they could have. There was was nothing because because when they when they announced it first, announced it was coming. It was all this hype, and then in the build up, people like, is it still coming out? Because there was no talk of it until like the day before or something. There wasn't a lot of hype around it. There weren't, and that's probably Xbox marketing's fault. That that was, you know. Yeah, that'd be down to marketing team. I've always I've always said that I think that the marketing team at TC or Xbox, I don't think they they don't pick up things too well when it comes to promoting. Like with wrestlers, like promoting gears. Like why have wrestlers promote gears when you can have like actual pro players show off the game or have content creators who are so passionate about the game show off how good it is. If you watch some wrestlers who have never played the game before and play absolutely terrible you think oh this game's going to be fucking terrible you know what i mean mm, and well, um yeah there was a thing in gears 4 i did a video about it um okay. there was a group of comedians that um was promoting gears 4 uh multiplayer and really? for the first people okay. yeah yeah like uh you'd see gears 4 for the first time on the big screen and they absolutely played awful like they was using uh, a nasha shotgun at like a massive range, there was they were doing melee. They were just it, it was just honestly awful. Like I I did the a video and it got about I think it was like ten ten eleven thousand views, and the comment section is unbelievable. Like it's um <laughs> the, they, I mean, they agree hate. with me. <laughs> yeah. hate. What are these noobs doing on this game? You know that's it. I mean, I literally is- it. it's painful to watch. Like actually it is really painful to watch as a gears fan because you, you, you want them this. to do well. You know, you have to look and look at that. Welcome C script and welcome dragon ball. Thanks for stopping by. C script said for sure. They should have hyped it up more. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. They should have done. Cause it's, um, right. I know it's not a game, but some people are calling it their game of the year. Even though yeah, it's not yeah. a game, it's a DLC, but it's their their like DLC of the year. But you know, some people are anyway. Yeah, you know, 
But yeah, you are right. But Xbox marketing is very good at marketing Game Pass, which yeah. is really on social media. That are anyway. They're very quick Game Pass everywhere. But they weren't on Hogbusters. They weren't. They weren't quick at all. I don't know what happened there. You know. Yeah. Because that, that is the model. If you didn't know, Xbox's model is is the Game Pass Xbox Game Pass Ultimate model. It is that that is the mod people don't get. The future of Xbox is Game Pass. It people is. People don't yeah. quite get it. It's like they're Microsoft. I know some people that they look at all this stuff to do with Microsoft and analytical data and that, and they told me that Microsoft three six five the the software you rent per month or per year for doing work has stagnated uh, in in growth, and this is their next plan. Microsoft's plan is is the gaming subscription model. They think it can grow beyond. Obviously, they, they said they wanted a billion gamers, but in reality, I don't. I, I think that they'll probably get a hundred million or more eventually. You know what I mean? You yeah, know. like um, Game Pass. I mean, it's it's advertised everywhere. You get uh, perks and stuff. You know, it's a good idea. You get your Xbox Live out of it as well. I mean, now they've merged it. Um, but yeah. the the issue is, is like um, I'm not sure how it works with game companies. Like TC, for example, you know, is that going to kill how much money they're going to make back off a game because people are just going to be subscribing and getting to play these, you know, brand new games? Like when mm, Gears I, 5 launched, you could just get a subscription and play it instead of paying 50 quid for a game. That, see, that is actually how the advert on TV, that is how they advertised it. Gears 5, get Game Pass. Yeah. That, that's how they advertise Now, the. From what I understand is all the developers are paid very well. They are. And they all get a kickback. Uh, they get, like, it, it, say it's exclusive to the Game Pass or for limited, they get a fixed fee. And I think the more popular it gets, if they, they get paid more. But from what I understand, there's a lot of developers that came out saying that their game has sold incredibly well. People that had Game Pass went and purchased it, even though they had Game Pass. Yeah. Sometimes games do leave. Obviously, Gears will never leave. But I do believe, I don't know if you agree with me, the start of Gears 5, I think all of that paywall, $1,000 worth of skins that you couldn't actually mm. run for, I think that was connected to the fact it was in Game Pass. and There was no season pass available. I could be um, wrong, but I think that was one of the biggest mistakes they made. That all you know that content they made, but in mm. the, there was loads of it. You, you had to buy all of it. It was limited, limited time. Yeah, it was know. only twenty, only available for twenty four hours. Some of the skins were, um, but you have to pay real money. Or I think it was yeah, it was iron. I think it was. That was it. Um, but like a hundred percent agree. I don't know if it's connected to the game pass factor. Um, I think it's just them trying to make some money back for the game to put yeah. into resources. I think that's what it is. But um, I, I think that was the big problem. I mean, Gears 4, they fixed that issue, and then they seem yeah. to have just gone back to the same uh, issue again when Gears 5 launched. I mean, that's why everyone was a bit shocked at the store. Well, um, you would have thought they would have learned the lesson. Yeah, that's what I mean. Well, I don't I'm... know who made the decision or what, but I think it was a very bad decision. I mean, it could have... If it launched how it is now, the game would have done a lot better, a hundred percent. Oh, most definitely. I mean, obviously, the uh, Gears Four, the biggest issue was the um, 
the season pass, it, not for me, but a lot of people had a problem with it. Yeah. And, and also them bloody loot boxes. Yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> there, there was good and bad to them. I mean, like content-wise, it was good for them because, you know, it's like a surprise what you get out of the box. But when it but when it involves real monies, when it becomes an issue, um, like for black steel content, you got to try and you got to gamble ten pound of your money to try and get a skin you want, and you get something you don't want. Or you, I mean, at the start, you get you get duplicates, which was really bad. Um, but they late they changed that uh, as soon as they could. Um, yeah, gear, uh, gears for they. I think it was okay, but on a content side, but as for someone who just plays the game for fun, um, it wasn't the best way about it, to be honest. No, it wasn't. I've got, got, got a good mate in uh, Australia, and he's a die-hard Gears fan, but he, uh, the problem is, Gears 4, he had to stop playing it because uh, he, they uh, basically, they locked, they locked uh, in Gears 4, they locked Australia off. They locked, they blocked them off. They, they, they actually blocked the servers off in Australia. You couldn't get oh, a match. Really? You only get a local match if you had friends. And he, and he was adamant that they were doing it. He, he actually went on stream, like, look at this, this video. And he wasn't working. Yeah. Oh, you know, and because um, there was a big esports team out there. I don't know their name. And that, I think they gave up playing Gears in the end. But he, Gears 5 works in Australia now. Um, I don't I think, think it's it, big, though. Over there, I mean, Gears 4 had a lot of server issues. Um, from what I heard from other people, anyway, I mean, um, the fact that you could region hop at the start and then all of a sudden oh, you'd you? be, yeah, you, you could, uh, if you couldn't find a game in um, King of the Hill, for example, in yeah. uh, the UK, I mean, I could just jump to America and try there. And if you oh. find a game brilliant, but your ping would be uh, ridiculously high, oh, I, I, I still get that the old time, like, two yeah, and yeah. Like early, I did play it early. I got a ping of seven, so you know. Yeah, then, the lower it is, you're on your own server. But if it's higher, then you're on somebody else. But um, Australia-wise, I think that the the fan, I think the the base is really low in Australia. That's probably uh, it. Anyway. so they probably stick it. They'll end up sticking him on another server, but it will constantly try and search for that server. Yeah, he mainly plays Call of Duty now. Yeah, because he, he kind of gave up. He did, you know. Uh, but he goes back to it now and then. He made, yeah, he's yeah. Still, he's moved on to Call of Duty, really now. But he still, he still wants to love Gears. But he says, "How can I when I can't really play it very well?" Yeah, you know. He, he says he's been stuck on American servers. How do you know? That's he says, it, "Well, yeah. ping's about five hundred plus." You know, but well, have different experiences, you know. But um, what would you? What would you would you agree with content creators like SAS Shadows and um Abs and people like that that Gears needs a new fresh mode to attract um new players like like say I believe what they're going with is like a battle royale, but it's like a big <laughs> team battle where you have the cog. But you could be the locus, and you could you could play it like a you could be a broomark and stuff like that. Yeah, have I got that right? Is that the plan? That, what they were thinking of was that one uh, of the ideas? Yeah, that's what that's that's what I've seen. That's what they want. Um, 
I don't think it would work for Gears 5. I don't think it worked for Gears 6. I think for that, it would have to be a standalone game. I don't, think, I don't think it would work in Gears 6. I think they'd need, um, you know, like, like Fortnite do where, they, you know, the game's free. Uh, I think that would work that way in that sense. Yeah. Um, well, they well, could still not, do that. If it's you know, it there, it's possible, it? but I'm not sure if Gears is the right game for that, they'd have to mm. do a massive change to get that to work, which fans, you know, they don't like change. So it would be a, a very big, um, a very big risk to take. It would be. You're right. Um, I'm, all, I'm all for fresh and new content. It's yeah. just um, a matter of making, you know, it's got to work. Exactly. Would you be more open to, say, uh, Overrun 2.0 style kind of deal? Then. Um, overrun 100%. Uh, that that should be in the game now. I don't like, I'd have rather took that over escape because the the mechanics are already in the game set with uh, the jackpot, so it's just got to be made. That's literally it, really. It's, it, it's a no brainer. That was a popular mode in Gears Judgment that uh, uh Epic Games could have made a lot bigger than it was, and uh, TC should take advantage of it as well. Well, hopefully they they do because they obviously they they must look at their own partners are saying it, and they, they they must take a look at the community and what they want. I presume is is that the job of a community manager? Is that what they do? They look at what the community are doing. Or? Um, so they have a community manager. They have a community present. So them them always having a look to see what people are talking about. You know, the good or bad feedback. Okay. Um, they uh they participate in stuff. They talk to people. They try to find answers and they pass it on. Or oh, uh, Cog Couple makes a joke about passing it on to the team. Um, and I'm not sure what they do at TC with the with the uh, you know with the feedback and stuff. But as far as I'm aware, they do they do a bit of everything really. But that's community wise, that's their main job is to kind of see what's going on and take it back to TC and stuff. <clears throat> Oh no, yeah, it's good to relay it. Um, yeah, that's obviously an important job, but I imagine I'd imagine that um, they get a lot of uh, stick. I'd say because mm. some people take these these games too seriously, don't they? A hundred percent. I don't mean I mean people that go too far and send them threats and all sorts. You know yeah, I mean? that was a big thing with uh, the multiplayer designer Ryan Clever, and he got a lot of stick. But uh, people people forget, you know, the, it wasn't just him who designed multiplayer. You know, he had uh, a team behind him. But He's because, also got to get uh, there's people above him that have to okay it. You know, exactly. Like um, people have to okay it, and it's you know, it's it, just because he's the face of Gears. You know, because he appears in streams and stuff. He's going to get the stick, and not anybody else. Which of course led to him leaving his uh, job because of how much you know sticky he was getting. Is that why he actually left then? Um, as far as I'm aware, yeah, he he got a lot of stick off the uh, community, and he he was, I, I'm a, if I'm aware, he was got quite ill from it. That's really that's really bad. That is. It's, it's horrible. It's it is. A lot of people uh, got to remember they they are humans. They're just doing the job. At the end that's of the it. day, but people you treat know. them like they're you know the animals with a stick. <laughs> it's it's a uh, it's just not nice at all. I would no. I wouldn't like it at my job. That so you should be treated with respect, really. No, yeah, I definitely, definitely agree with you. It, it's the same thing in, you know, when you look at what's happened with Cyberpunk, they've had death threats, they've had all sorts, they have. Yeah. Over it, I mean, 
they recently came out and made a video admitting responsibility. Don't blame the developers. It was all the top management's decisions. That's it. You know, but they kind of missed bits out there. They actually did admit it was a PC made game first and then the console after, you know, and that's why they had problems on the, from what I gather, if you got an Xbox One X, people are telling me it's fine. If yeah, that's right. Xbox, yeah. Original fat old one. That's where you've got problems. Yeah, it looks horrendous. It's all because the you know it has this, the Series X has got the same sort of power as a PC, so it's, it would look absolutely fantastic. But because the Xbox One, especially the original one, is not going to have any sort of graphical power behind it at all. It's just going to look atrocious. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I believe the worlds are different because I know someone that's in America got a friend who's got it on the Series X. He's completed it. Yeah. And he, one of his family members, which it's different in America. He, it's not like lockdown here. And he, a family member came over and played it on the Series X. And he couldn't, couldn't get over it. He said, why, what's up? He said, the world's really populated with people. He's got an Xbox One. And all there's not many people on the streets. So like barely, there's barely any, anyone about. Yeah, you know, Series X it's populated, but I can't wait to see what they do with the uh, end of the year. The Series X updates come in, the Series X version is meant to be coming out, and it, and it, it, even with all the pro- even with all the even with all the problems, uh, the studio says that they're still bringing they're on target to bring out the Series X version at the end of the year sometime. That's crazy. I mean, with all the issues, I think you think they would have stopped it. And have concentrated on trying to get the older generations up, but I don't know, man. Don't Most know. people can't. Go on. Uh, no, and unless they've got, obviously, they could have a dedicated team bug fixing to fix the game. They could have a different team on the next gen version. You see, because they're quite yeah. a big developer. They're not. They're not short of money, but obviously, with Sony put Sony pulling that. You know, removing it from their store, it wiped off a few, a couple of billion off their valuation. You know, yeah, it would. A lot of customers gone as well. Maybe, I don't know if they had any in-game sort of purchases or anything. I'm not really sure, really. I've not really looked into Cyberpunk that much. I weren't that interested in it, to be honest. Um, but I was interested into like all the uh, the commotion on a uh, the uh, social well, media and stuff about the, it. Polish government's threatening them, saying that if they don't get these patches fixed by a certain date that they're going to find them oh, wow. it's because, you know it's because the polish government have funded them have funded them before yeah and uh, they give them a load of money to uh create a living world now i don't know if they meant for cyberpunk it was a project they gave them and apparently they didn't deliver on the promise of what they they paid them for and apparently mm. they, they reckon it's a it's a it's a it's a punishment a backlash to, to that issue, not connected to cyberpunk, you know. But whether they actually go through and do it, it's another matter. Yeah, I think yeah. most of it's a speculation or rumours and stuff, isn't it? It's just, um, yeah. or just scares, really. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome, Infinite. How are you doing? But yes, um, so obviously with your content, what kind of, out of interest, what kind of um, Production software to use and microphones and, and that kind of equipment to use. Um, believe it or not, I use probably the most basic set out there. Like I got a a thirty pound mic uh, from PC World called uh, ADX. It's literally oh. a tiny little thing, and that's what I'm using right now. And it, it sounds, sounds nice. it sounds all right. Yeah, it just 
No modifications to it at all. It just sounds how it is. Um, I've got basic speakers. I've got a HyperX headset for Xbox. Um, nice. uh, let's have a look. Uh, for editing, I use uh, something called Mulvey. Um, that's probably the nice. easiest... That's probably the easiest uh, program I've used to edit on. Um, okay. And then for podcasts and stuff, it's just uh, OBS, just like everybody else, really. It's just uh, an OBS sort of thing. Fair enough. I will upgrade that one day once I get a, a decent enough rig. The laptop I do is all right, but I've tried to do stream uh, Streamlabs OBS on it. Mm. It doesn't run very well. Um, that's why I use StreamYard, you see. People seem to like it for the time being. Once I get a more powerful machine, then I can obviously try that again. You know. Yeah, I mean that's it. If it works, it works. So like, uh, I I ain't you know I ain't a millionaire. I ain't got like, you know, I ain't got thousands of pounds. I mean, Christ, the (laughs) PC I've got, um, it is a I've got a thousand pound PC, but I had it on finance, and I'm it took me like two years to pay it off. Yeah, yeah. There's a company called Fierce PC that do that. Uh, they custom build PCs and you can pay them off monthly. I haven't got one though, but I, I, I have looked. Uh, I have, you know. But fair enough. A lot of people do that now, you know. But the only it, should be on. It's just the debt, isn't it? It's just uh, a lot yeah, of money. If you yeah. know, if you lose a job or something, especially with like COVID and that now, it's, uh, no, it's, it's a lot of money world. to pay back. It is. It's um, it's it's crazy the world it is at the minute. I've not been work since October. That's due to me breaking my knee in two places. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I still can't believe that when you told me that. It's, un- it's unbelievable. That is. Yeah, I'm walking now. I've got a walking stick though, but I will. Uh, I will be able to walk. I will lead a normal life. Obviously. Yeah. You know what I mean, I won't be like this forever. It's. I'm, I'm still learning. I, I can walk properly, but it's a length from learning to stand again for ages. You know, yeah. you get knackered and stuff like that, and you're learning to walk. And you know, it's icy. I, I can't go outside. Yeah. I, if I flip over, I can end up. You know, I don't want to end up in the same position again. You don't end up back in hospital and having another operation well, stuff. It's yeah. I will go back to work soon because I just go in the van. Uh, I got I work with my dad. You say I do pest control. So oh nice. When, when I do go back, I'll just be in the van. You know, going around in the van. So they won't. Too, it's not a taxing job anyway. Pest control is quite. Yeah. Qualifications ain't as easy, but obviously, but uh, the job is actually quite easy. It so I, I work in retail. I do. So uh, I work at a Sports Direct in uh, the oh. UK. If any Americans are listening, it's uh, yeah. it's uh, quite a big company, but uh, it's it's a it's a funny uh, company to work for. I <laughs> know oh, because when you walk through and you buy something, you have to radio you through to leave. It's like you're. <laughs> criminal walking through with a yeah. bag of items it's just the way that's that guy it. runs the company you know yeah that's, that's just his style that's just the way all the that's the way all the stores work yeah you know it's like you've come out oh so-and-so's coming out it looks like this he's got trainers t-shirt and that in the bag all paid for you know <laughs> you know because yeah, believe it or not <laughs> believe it or not the theft rate is unbelievable is it? Um, Is that yeah, I didn't know that. yeah, yeah. So I work. I work. Um, I work. Only work in a small town one, and okay. um, it's the the theft rate is is unbelievable. We we used to get hit every other day, pretty much. And the wow. take people would oh, take man. anything. Just take absolutely take anything. I think why? What's the point? Like, uh, 
you know, obviously, you know, the, the techniques is free, <laughs> but it, it, you know, oh, there's some people that some people out there who kill for the, some some of the stuff. <laughs> oh well, I've never stole it in my life or anything like that. You know, what dream of it? You know, but there are people out there that don't want to, you know, just want to nick. You know, yeah. But they they own game, don't they? As well, they they acquired Game UK. They did. Yeah, they recently bought game. So we, our store started selling some of the games, but they only got at the moment like some of the sports games in the actual store. Um, okay. But they're looking to convert games inside some of the stores, which is which is not easier because the way it's looking financially for game, even though they own them, it ain't looking good. It's looking it like terms. Yeah, know, the way Britain is at the minute, you know. But hopefully they survive because. You need game shops, you know. We don't want to rely on Amazon, do we? No, you don't rely on Amazon, and I'll I'll prefer to have a physical copy of a game. But the way oh, the nice, yeah, I I like holding a physical copies. So I got a like uh, a box full of like old PS2 games and stuff I still had from when I was a kid. Like, um... oh, I love the old stuff. It's the new stuff. I I'm basically all digital. I am. You know. Oh really? Oh yeah. Like, we're new games because look, I've got Game Pass. You see. It's all in. Uh, I do purchase games, but generally, it, I buy the. Uh, I buy it digitally. I do, and I've just got into that mind frame. It's bad. Mm. It's a bad. It's a bad mindset, but it's the way the world's going. Because eventually, companies are looking at the data on what games they sell, and I'm telling you now, I've looked. I've looked at statistics and earnings calls, and it isn't looking good for physical media. Digital's digital's dominating now. You know, especially with the pandemic, you know, maybe when the this is all over, it, physical media will go back to being like that. But I don't know if it will. You see, yeah. The problem is buying a brand new game on digital is a rip off. Basically, that's the problem. Yeah, I do, it's, I do know that. You know, it's very overpriced for what it is. I mean, I mean, come on, is it? I mean, I'm not sure what price there was for yourself, but like, even when I was uh, a very young lad. You know, twenty quid could go pretty far in a blockbuster store. You know what I mean? It's uh, yeah, it not well, any, not anymore. <laughs> no, you could get a decent indie game for that. They're downloadable uh, or ten pounds. Uh, but indie games have to be that because they're small developers. And they can't afford to run productions of thousands of copies of games in boxes. Yeah, that could put them under. You see, but but most games are physical still. But there's a big. People still love physical. I don't blame them for it. Mm. It's just I've got this mind mind frame of Game Pass hasn't helped the situation. That's the problem. No, it hasn't. Yeah. It, ha- it helps some things, and then there's there's lots of cons to it as well. It's a, a mix. Yeah, you know, it's um, but yeah, I do enjoy that service. You know, but some people do, some people don't. But if you don't. I'm not going to knock you through it. You know, we're all different. We are. Yeah, I see. You know, but so what's your plans? Um, Going forward this year and into the future, where would you like to see your 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 content go in the future? Um, I mean, so I, I believe I, I'd consider myself a small channel. I mean, compared to most of the gears, the gear scene. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'd I'd probably I'd like to reach two k subs this year, but which is I need to get eight hundred subs, which is going to be a bit of a a bit of a um, a milestone to hit. Um, it's a good milestone to hit. That would be. But, but I'm going to try. I'm just going to try. That's it. I'm going to try different things. I mean, a podcast is probably the most different thing I've ever done. 
Um, I'm hoping to do events and stuff again. I did one Saturday, um, which did well. Um, over on Twitch. But yeah, I'm that happy. that would look good. But um, I don't one day if I'm allowed. <laughs> yeah, it's like you'll have to come. You'll have to some come practicing. Play. That's it, man. Uh, anyone could come play. You know, uh, skill based, high or low, it doesn't matter, man. It's just all about having fun. Who came um, last? Stubbs Gaming. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. good, guys. Yeah, I just, I just want to, just want to change it up this year. Um, I mean, I'm with an organisation, Raw Gamers. Shout out to them. They're uh, a little esports group, uh, hoping to make it big. Um, we're doing quite well at the moment, um, so I'm playing That's a little cool. bit competitive side as well. Um, so I'm doing, like, I'm just doing a little, just a little bit of everything. <laughs> just trying That's to good. do what I can. Do they hope? Obviously, when the world restores, do they? Is the esports obviously in the EU? Is there esports where you can go to events? Pre-COVID, was there events like that or not? Um, there was a couple. Like I went to a couple. I went to um, there was one in Liverpool. Okay. Um, there was one in London. I went to as well. Um, hosted by EGL. Um, so, so, so there is a there is a couple like, but um, the issue is is because the coalition are not funding um, European sort of esports. It's uh, it's become a difficult uh, surrounding. And to play in at the moment, and there's not many teams signing up. And so, uh, recently, there've been quite a few teams signing up, but as of recent few months or so, there's been barely to like 10, 15 teams signing up. When before, there used to be a good like 30, 40 plus teams. Oh, it's crazy. Well, hopefully, in the future, they uh, they fund it uh, because there's just a big base in Europe as well, as well as America and. I believe a big place for Gears of War is Mexico. If I'm, I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah, Mexico do Gears differently. Like, um, I don't know if you've ever watched uh, Krauser on um, YouTube, but his fan base for Gears is unbelievable. I will look up. I will look him up. I've not heard of. I look him up after the show. I will because I hear in in Mexico a lot of the a lot of people grow up on Gears and they. They dream of being a big esports, big esports player. It's a big thing in Mexico. It is, and the, the fans have have such a passion out there, and the tent. Like you see, the amount of people that attend uh, Mexico events for gears is oh, I, unbelievable. I can believe that because it's like, did you ever watch EXO? Do you know the EXO events Xbox have started to do the fan events? Yeah, yeah, I watched a few you, of those. Yeah, but the one in Mexico. Because the fans were so hyped up, people believed that the Xbox were paying them to be hyped. But that's the way the Mexican <laughs> people are for, for gaming. That's it, yeah. But they, people thought they were people thought they were being paid to be that hyped up. But that's that's the way they are over there. It is for gaming, you know. It is, but it's all good to good to good to hear. Hopefully, you do attain the two uh, K subs. You do. Yeah, it would be, it would be, it would be nice. I mean, uh, uh, same for Twitch. I'd like to hit like uh, four hundred followers. I mean, I'm, I'm, I think I've just hit three hundred, so I'm, I'm hoping to hit four hundred as well. But it, it's just a matter of uh, getting the that that one video. All that's all it takes with gears is literally just that one video, and it will boost you so far. No, it's it's the same in a lot of a uh, lot of the. Gaming genres, it takes that one video or that one viral video to people press sub. 
or yeah. or follow in Twitch's case. But are you are you going the legit route on Twitch because you can reach four hundred really easy? You know what I'm on about, don't you? I know what you're on about. Um, follow for follow. Yeah, I, I don't do any of that. <laughs> good, good, because I've seen that it a lot. And it's like someone said to me, "Oh, you're, I've got five thousand followers." So on your phone, you can't see it. But if you go on your laptop and click on somebody, oh, so 5,000 people following you back. And there's 10 people in your stream. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? That happens. Because it, it's like people look at their numbers and then follow for follow isn't good. Because I've had it before when I've, I I don't stream very often. I'm an affiliate on Twitch. Yeah. I don't stream very it, This is streaming on Twitch now. But I've only recently started to do it on YouTube. I don't really get a fan base watching me on Twitch. It's on mm. YouTube. But um, I used to play some games on YouTube uh, on Twitch. I used to get people coming to the stream saying, follow for follow, follow for... And I used to ignore them. <laughs> they come in. Yeah, you just play, ignore How are you? Follow for follow. And I, I, and I didn't do it, you know. But, it, used be, it used to be a big thing for YouTube as well back in the day. Um, follow for follow. Same for twi- uh, Twitter and that as well. But it's kind of died down a little bit. I think that has. I, on Twitter, I if I I've got like eight, nearly eight hundred followers and five hundred I follow. But I used That's to follow a good. lot. I used to follow a lot more. But I unfollow people that I never. You know, people you don't see interacting with you or yeah. retweeting or saying hi every so often or engaging. Yeah, like I, I unfollowed loads of them people, but then I had to refollow some people because I realised that you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I don't follow for follow, but if I realise it's someone I want to follow, you know, it's a hard balance because some people have like twenty, you know, have a thousand people following them, but I only follow twenty people. Yeah. How do they do that? You know, but no, it's Twitter's good, but YouTube, you can tell a channel has got sub for sub. Because some channels are like, oh, got 2,000 subs. And every video has got like five views on it. You can just tell, you know. Yeah, that's what I don't understand about YouTube. Like, I see some Gears channels out there. Um, They have like, say about 2,000 subs. And they they hit like crazy amount of views on a video. They'll hit like 12,000 views on it. Probably the most basic uh, video ever. And I just think, how is that even possible? Like, And if if I made exactly the same sort of like video idea or exactly the same layout of a video it wouldn't it would get like 40 views and i just think okay so what have they done differently to me and even if you know you check tags and you check title and thumbnail and you just come you just don't know what's going on like you don't know if they're doing you know uh got like some sort of bigger fan base or i don't know man it's uh it's it's a hard thing to uh to think about right now. I mean, I've, I've been trying to get my head around it for ages, wondering why the numbers aren't on a uh, on mm. YouTube videos. It is strange. The problem is, it's the but it's the out. It's the bloody algorithm that's the problem. Yeah. It changes daily, apparently. No one knows what it actually. No one knows why or what yet what it is. You know, that's the that's the problem. It's like really like your videos. Uh, if some they, now. Every subscriber should be told about your new video. Yeah. But now they make everyone click the bell button, and even the bell button doesn't guarantee they're actually going to get it. Yeah, I've, had people, yeah. I've had people like um, on mid, like midweek gaming, uh, a lot of my regulars know what time various stuff is. Stubs, the Stubbs cast is irregular. 
I ask people when their best day is. So, you know, that's a bit different. But sometimes they say, oh, sorry, I'm late, Stubbs. Uh, I didn't get a notification on YouTube. You know, and sometimes they just don't send them out. Yeah. No, no we can do as small creators, you know. There's nothing you can do about it. I try and promote it on Twitter and my Facebook page and all that, you know. But, yeah, you are you are right. It's just a mystery. Then one day Onyx will blow up and that'll be it. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I, reckon, I reckon you got you, you could do it, you know. It's it's a weird game, YouTube. You can have all the talent in the world, be the most talented player and everything, but a lot of YouTube, a lot of people don't admit this when they're successful with sub numbers and views. It's it's a you've got a bit of, it's luck as well. Yeah. People don't believe that's a factor, but it is, you know. Something, something happens or YouTube picks your video up and that's it. It's no one. It's a mystery YouTube, really, mm. in reality. But yeah, it's it's um, it's fun. I mean, I I, I had the growth last year of uh, two hundred subscribers, and that was through um, me starting the Stubscast. And I and then I didn't realise until the end of the year I grew two hundred subscribers. You know, but I should make videos because I know I can grow more if I make videos. Yeah. You know, I've got it's laziness and procrastination is my problem because I have all the software. I've got like obviously I use, I've got a blue snowball. I've got um, Sony Pro, uh, Sony Vegas Pro 17. I've got yeah. all the software. So just a lazy bugger when it comes to that kind <laughs> of stuff. Yeah. You know, you know, but, uh, but, you know, it's one of those things that I, I'm going to start making videos. Hopefully, I do. I, I say I've said this like two months ago as well, but I do plan to. But but you make the videos. You don't procrastinate. You do it, which is good. Have you ever thought about clipping some of your um, podcasts? So like picking out your best bits out of the videos and just having that as a single video on its own. What do you mean, like so? Like, so like so like say um. Say, say like this podcast, for example, there's a snippet where we talked about um, charity, for example, and um, you can title the video something like, I don't know, um, Onyx talks about charity work, and literally just a five-minute clip of us us talking about that little section, you know, like sort of your like highlights out of all your podcasts you've done. I think that yeah. would be a good idea. Oh, I might try that because, yeah, cheers for that. Some people I've mentioned as well, when you're advertising podcasts, you should you should do some clips, best moments from the podcast. If it's like a two minute clip, yeah. And so if you if you like this, here's the link to check it out. Then I might I might I might I might try something like that. I've I started doing that for mine. Yeah. I did like a, a little mini tip. Once I recorded it, I basically cut it into sections that I think people it, it, it catch people's eye. So like, um. I did a teaser for Shadows, and it was um, him talking about his. Yes, seen that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very interested. That did. It was him talking about you know his uh, twelve thousand pound in debt, and then he talked oh, that about was a terrible um, story. That was. Yeah, it was yeah. absolutely horrendous. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. Um, mm. And his girlfriend going to see him because he was absolutely speechless and stuff like. I clipped those little things, just that little snippet, and put it on Twitter. You know, and uh, you know, it's it, it, it becomes a, cl a clickable thing, so people want to see. You know, what's. Uh, What's going on on there? No, I could try that. I might try that. I'll, I'll look at doing that. Cheers for that bit of advice. I'll, I'll have a play with that. See what I can do. You know, but I, I have seen it being done. But I've just I need to do it. You know, but I, 
sort of saying in the chat like consider be, be be consistent etc keep going stubs do it for love i don't i do do it for love you know, I, I don't i don't have ambitions of being some big youtuber i've no ambitions of that uh, i just do this for fun yeah you know, it's just a hobby if, and... if, if one day i make I, I would like to make a thousand subs one day i mean with my podcast i'm actually, I'm actually halfway to monetization you know what for you what was that for your watch time or yeah it... i've got I, I get a lot of watch time wow uh, based off the based off my stubs cast shows etc so uh, some of my stubs casts are still listen previous shows are still listened to to this day and they rack up and they're quite it's but I, think I'm, I think i'm nearly at two thousand hours watch time so i've got another two thousand to go but it's all from these these shows you see that's yeah. that's where i get it from if it was from videos i won't get anything because i'm not really making them anymore anymore but yeah i do very well on the on i get average of because on the YouTube app on your phone, it tells you your minutes. And I average about 16,500 minutes a month. That's really good, that is. But it doesn't tell you in hours. On on the on the laptop it does, but not on the phone. Yeah. I don't know why, but it doesn't. But yeah, it's due to the shows, that's why. And I do go back and look at the other shows, and people are still watching some of the older shows, which is because I've had Dealer Gaming on, I've had The Graphic God on, I've had loads of people, Wilmy Hood, loads of people in the community on and people can go back and say you get in, someone's a fan of you they could type your name in this show could come up and they could listen to it you know yeah that's it and that's the beauty of it the same with your shows you know but anyway it, it here's a question for that last one it's been a really good conversation it has what advice would you give to people uh, give to people if they wanted to get into content creation or streaming uh, and they wanted to start it and give it a go. Um, um, YouTube-wise, I'd probably just stick to doing what you love doing and not think of it as a job. So, like, um, a lot of people think, oh, yeah, I'm going to get a million subscribers in, you know, so this year or something like that. you, you got to think, you got to think, <laughs> like, you know. That's what I mean. you got to think of it as, you know, what – what can you realistically hit? How are you going to realistically, you know, um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's difficult to give it really, because like, it depends what you're doing. Like if you're doing gaming, I'd probably just do a range of games that are sticking to one like myself. I'm currently sticking to one. Um, it will make it difficult in the future to branch out unless you've previously played games before. Um, so that's probably like a little advice, probably not stick just to one game. Um, streaming wise, I'd probably just you know start getting talking to people, talk to people in streams, and get a name for yourself. And then as you start streaming, you'll get those people coming into your stream talking, and then you'll just grow that way. I mean, I've seen a lot of people. One of the streamers I watched grow hugely was uh, his name was Captain Jack Sparrow. Um, oh, I recognize that name, yeah, yeah. He, he used to stream Gears of War 4 and then he went to Fortnite, but he hugely grew like he. He ridiculously shot up in viewership. Um, and he was just all around. He's an absolutely lovely guy. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's just, I'd say it's based on look, really, and who you know and who you talk to, really. You've got to have a little circle. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree that that's, that, that's excellent advice. It's like you could use that, you know, with streaming, you said, like, don't obviously box yourself into a corner. So that could be said for 
a little uh, you, you, that ninja because ninja yeah, a lot yeah. of people don't realize that ninja tried for years to be um, streaming he played halo he played all sorts and Fortnite, it just actually as the term popped he become he's a multi-millionaire now you know what i mean he, he, yeah, yeah, to... he took advantage of Fortnite, and he became one of the biggest names in the world <laughs> yeah he is if you ever got time you want to check out uh, a good podcast on YouTube called True Geordie. It's like he's the big. Oh, ninja. I love True Geordie. Yeah. Yeah. You oh, ever seen the Ninja interview? Yeah, I've watched I watched a lot. Of that I never realised that bloke swore True um, Ninja yeah. before. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does <laughs> definitely for real. True Geordie is one of the best. No, he is True Geordie. He's, he's a good. He's a, he's a really good interviewer. But I imagine at his level, when he invites someone on the show, he's got to pay him. I bet. You know, he asked like Ricky Gervais and that on that. Do you really believe they go on in, interviews for free? Do you know what I mean? But this, but but they get big money though. He, True George has got his own company, and he's got you know the he just does football live, and yeah, all that on Twitch. He's actually got exclusive contract to stream on Twitch, so they, they have money. So I'm not saying their guests they pay them, but they just get big time people. I mean, a lot of them are probably free, but I just didn't know the likes of Ricky Gervais. Would he go on for free? Do you know what I mean? I think it just depends. Like, I think if they're promoting something, then they'll go on for absolutely free. Oh, yes. Because a lot of these shows, it's like these silly women's programme in the daytime, they go on and normally got a book they're selling or something. And that's the real reason they're going on, you know. But yeah, no, um, you're right. I follow a lot of like uh, my favorite YouTubers. I still watch like KSI and stuff like that. And um, oh, yeah. he yeah. Uh, he goes on like uh, daytime TV, like mainstream, and he promotes his stuff. Like I saw, I think of it with True Geordie, like um, Tyson Fury. He'll go on there to promote his fight. Um, yeah. But I think that there might be some sort of paywall for some. Uh, I'll probably yeah. say, for example, I'll probably say like Liam Payne and stuff from like One Direction and that. Uh... Oh, no, yeah, no, you're probably right there, actually. Yeah, I never thought of it like that because a lot of them do have something to advertise. That's it. Yeah, yeah. it's free advertisement for them, isn't it? Exactly. But no, you are. You gave out some very good advice to expiring content creator, and hopefully, someone listens to this and and acts on it, or generally enjoys it, and. Uh, subscribes to your channel so everyone in the chat please subscribe to onyx i'm sure you will <laughs> thanks uh, guys and obviously people i'm going to put this on the download when I, when I do spotify you see i have all the hyperlink i have all the hyperlinks in so you can click you can click through i didn't know you can do that a lot of people don't know you can oh you yeah can link it your, uh, yeah shadows and raw one i saw all the literally all the links uh, listed on there and they're on spotify yeah they work don't they yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, because I looked in how to do it correctly. Because I go into Google Docs, I write it up in Google Docs, I hyperlink it, and I copy and paste it from Google Docs into Anchor. It yeah. goes into Anchor, it's uploaded, then it, it gets pushed to all the platforms. It does, you know. But yes, it's been a very, very good show. Thanks for coming on. Our next, would you want Thank to tell people? Watching, yeah, no, it's, it's been really, really good to talk to you as. Um, do you want to tell people where they can find you if they want to subscribe, uh, follow, follow, etc.? Yeah, um, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, honestguard109 underscore. Follow me on Twitch, exactly the same. And you can find me on YouTube, honestguard109. And if you want to catch me online for some games, uh, RG, honestguard, I'm more than happy to play. 
and I do uh, little uh, community events now and again, uh, mainly post it on Twitter. And Stubbs, uh, thank you for having me on, man. Yeah, no, it's been a it's been a really good conversation. It has. It's uh, I've learned quite a bit about you. you you've uh, a little bit of education as well. Um, you know, it's a, a good gears co- topic as my fan base. Well, not my fan base. My community friends know I love to. If anyone mentions the, even a hint they like gears, I'm on them. <laughs> um, you know, and uh, obviously you're a gears curator. But yeah, infinite thanks for stopping by, Mister Tushi. Masuku, C script. Uh, else we got Dragon Wolf was in earlier. Shizno, yeah. Thanks for stopping by, everyone, and everyone that's uh, stopping by on demand. If you could leave a comment in the in the YouTube, I'd be very appreciated. And uh, drop, uh, press the like button. Much appreciated. Anyway, thank you for thank you for coming on Onyx. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much, bro. Right, I'll see you all soon.